Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, pre-recording from the home bunker. Folks, it is time for rest and respite, and so I'm very excited to bring you a lot of pre-recorded fantastic interviews and solo combos that I will be having while Woke AF is out on break. And today, I am super excited for you all to hear this conversation with Andy Norman, who is an award-winning author of the book Mental Immunity. He is also the co-founder and CEO of Mental Immunity Project. What is that, you ask? Let me tell you. The Mental Immunity Project aims to reduce the public's susceptibility to bad information, extremism, pseudoscience, conspiracy theories, propaganda, and more. By equipping them with skills, they need to identify and reject misleading or manipulative content. Dr. Norman, is the award-winning author of Mental Immunity, Infectious Ideas, Mind Parasites, and the Search for a Better Way to Think. His work has appeared everywhere from Scientific American, Psychology Today, Free Inquiry, The Humanist, and other places. I was so excited to delve into this conversation with Dr. Norman because, I mean, This is the conversation that we needed to be having back in 2015. This is the conversation that needed to be pervasive across the media about how to deal with an entity like Donald Trump that the truth clearly evades him at all times. What to do in order to protect yourself from habitual liars and an entire party that would create an entire apparatus that included one of the most widely watched networks, to create a feeder system for their lies. 
right? That would then expose millions upon millions of people to what Dr. Norman refers to as mind parasites. These things that kind of get into your brain and begin to eat at your ability to decipher between right and wrong, to be able to decipher between truth and fact. When you plant seeds, as Donald Trump and the Republican Party has done, to destroy faith in agencies, in what you see with your own eyes, you begin to believe nothing, which makes it easier for an authoritarian to take over and just take back control. Because as Dr. Norman and I will begin to discuss, is that it is very hard, right, in an open society, which a democracy is, right, where we are having conversations about how we want our society to look as opposed to it being dictated to us from up on high. But when you have those avenues of communication and information corroded and eroded with series after series of lies and gaslight and misinformation, discerning the truth becomes really difficult, as we have seen. And so here in this book and with his project, Dr. Norman really talks about the ways that we can protect ourselves and the ways that we can protect those around us. Check out this conversation coming up next with Dr. Andy Norman. Folks, I am very happy to welcome to Woke AF um, Dr. Andy Norman, who is the award-winning author of Mental Immunity, Infectious, Infectious Ideas, Mind Parasites, and the Search for a Better Way to Think, and is the co-founder and CEO of Mental Immunity Project, which aims to reduce the public's susceptibility to bad information, extremism, pseudoscience, conspiracy theories, propaganda, and more by equipping them with the skills they need to identify and reject misleading or manipulative content. Um, Dr. Norman, let me say this, that your work is needed now more than ever, which I'm <laughs> sure you are well aware of and know. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I, I want to ask you, uh, I guess, to start off with, you know, we are living in such a polarized time um, and such a dangerous time as it pertains to the information silos that we live in. Yes. Um, the information silos, meaning that we are able to find whatever, quote unquote, truth aligns with our own feelings and desires, depending on what platform that we decide to go to. Yeah. We no longer live in a time when there are four channels that we're all watching to get the same news from. Mm -hmm. um, you can get whatever news that you want. And so first off is that doesn't seem to be changing. It only seems to be increasing. That's right. Talk to us what is at stake if we don't have the agility to be able to create mental immunity when it's coming, the disinformation is coming at such an expedited rate. Yeah. Uh, so the more scholars study the way misinformation spreads through 
societies, through cultures, the more they realize it behaves an awful lot like a disease. Um, and our minds actually struggle with mis and disinformation in pretty much the same way that our body's immune systems struggle with, with pathogens. Um, in fact, uh, people now, uh, experts now take the analogy so seriously that they're starting to think of bad ideas as mind parasites of a sort. And by bad ideas here, I just mean misinformation or falsehoods or even you know, ideas that spread hate and, and dysfunction. Right? Those ideas too can be, can be thought of as, as parasites of the mind. Um, the good news is that our minds evolved in a rich stew of problematic ideas. And we actually have the capacity to become very good at, at discriminating between the good stuff and the bad stuff. Um, so our minds actually have evolved immune systems that under the right conditions can do a really good job of keeping our minds relatively infection free. I mean, it's important to note that nobody has a mind completely free of mind infections. Mm -hmm. right? We all harbor bad ideas. And if we don't take that to heart and, and bring the kind of humility needed to unlearn things, then we're going to have a, we're really going to struggle in this day and age. We, we think that what we call subtractive learning, learning to let go of ideas that probably don't measure up, that's as important as inputting new information that's that should be added to the mind's knowledge stockpile. Let's uh, dig into the idea of of mind parasites for a minute. Um, as somebody who loves sci-fi, like I do. Uh -huh. um, it, it it conjures ideas in my mind, of, yes. you know, of, of aliens creepy, right? and, and pretty oh. and pretty creepy. So can you just explain what you mean by by the concept and and the term so that people yeah. get a get a get a better sense of what that is? Yeah, well, so I think the first thing well, I, I'm glad that concept is different enough to catch your attention. Second thing I'll say is don't 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 be too freaked out about it. Um, that uh, the bad ideas that have crept into your mind all these times aren't aren't suddenly going to come alive and you know eat their way <laughs> through your brain. It, it's nothing like that. Um, but the fact is, ideas don't always serve the host, the mi minds that host them. They don't always serve them well. And to really reflect on the so philosophers have been reflecting deeply on this fact for a long time and trying to develop methods to better weed out the the problematic ideas from the good ones. And and the some of the most powerful methods involve just learning to ask good questions. Learning learn to listen to your doubts, express them with questions, and make specially common use of clarifying questions. And that can go a long way towards um, uh, improving your thinking uh, and uh, helping you make better decisions. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. 
comedian, writer and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, right now, I think that what makes me excited, but also nervous uh, about the work that you do, is that it requires a desire to want to think and be better, right? It, it requires a desire, like you had said earlier, to unlearn and a yeah. humility to yes. unlearn um, bad ideas. Mm-hmm. And we are living in a time of strong men, right, that are spreading uh, disinformation and humility is not a part of that package, right? Yes. It, toxic masculinity and aggression is actually a part of that passage. So That's to right. to say to myself, hmm. Um, let me ask myself questions as opposed to I know everything that there is to know is is almost like the first step in order to get to the place of mental immunity. And so mm-hmm. how do you how do we navigate that? Because for someone like me and, and uh, listeners to this show, mm-hmm. they are about expansion. 
right? They are about learning more and being curious. And my guess is most of your listeners bring a fair amount of humility to the table. Right. 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 And I think that we're at a time of there being a lack and almost a celebration of the lack of intellectual curiosity. Let me just follow like sheep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can see how, I mean, for example, um, Rush Limbaugh was a a radio host who would use bombast and overconfidence. His overconfidence, his um, lack of humility was really appealing to people because it seemed like, I I imagine it felt to some as though it was a as a way of orienting yourself in a confusing world. I mean, this guy at least has strong opinions and, and they don't waver and he sticks by his, by his guns. So I want to be like that. Um, that's can be really disorienting, both morally and practically. Um, the, the people most worth emulating, the people most worth listening and learning from um, are extremely humble and are willing to rethink things. Um, and as our world grows more and more complex, terms of the information that, that bombards us, um, we all need to learn to rethink um, things and also and to bring the kind of open-mindedness and humility that allows people to do that. Philosophers have noticed for thousands of years that the least humble people are often society's biggest problems, right? Um, so if you want to be on the side of the angels, so to speak, um, instead of say, yeah, I know this for sure, say, I think that's true. I mean, last time I checked, it seemed like... So So one thing really good thinkers do is they try not to think in black and white or in absolute terms. They, they think in shades of gray. Um, so uh, if you realize... I mean, if, if you're considering saying something uh, or asserting something, it's tempting to just want to say it in very stark terms, because you sound confident, you sound decisive, and people admire that. But if the truth is better served by saying, you know, I'm like 85% confident this is true, but of course there are, there's, there's a possibility I might be wrong. Learning to say that to yourself, and even saying it to others, can make you part of the solution instead of part of the problem. We're at a moment in history where our entire culture needs to move away from uh, sort of absolutist thinking and and become more sensitive and, and actually better listeners. Almost the, the more, one of the most important skills in all of this is learning how to listen with humility and learn from people whose views differ from ours. You know, I often say on this show and others that from the political perspective, the foundation of a democracy is based in critical thinking, right? It is based in the citizenry's ability to think critically about who they are choosing to represent them, right? Um, And how they are going to be best served. Yes. And what I see now is a society, not just here, but globally, that is really being driven by fear. And I think about fear, honestly, Dr. Norman, as as an, a different kind of mental parasite. You know, I think that's right. So emotions can spread by contagion, right? If if somebody in your room in in the crowd where you are is starting to freak out and ask act scared, you can actually contract that fear 
um, it, it can spread through a, a crowd almost like like a like a disease. And so emotions can spread virally, so to speak. And fear is one of the most fear doesn't bring out the best in people. No, okay? F- fear, hate, uh, resentment. These are the emotions that tend to make us the worst versions of ourselves. Compassion, sympathy, uh, patience. These are the qualities that tend to bring out the best in people. And our fast-moving information world seems to reward uh, people who are quick and decisive and confident rather than people who are careful and cautious and, and slow. I wonder then, if fear too spreads like a virus and you have a political party, for instance, that has weaponized that fear in order to control the masses. Mm -hmm. My assumption would be that it isn't just enough to shut it off, right? That there has to be a formulation that looks like deprogramming. Mm-hmm. Because you've already con- if 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 it is a virus and I've already come into contact with it, then it's already spreading around my system. Just shutting down doesn't stop the virus from moving. And so I'm wondering, you know, what does it look like once you've I- because again, this comes with awareness and consciousness. You have to be aware that you've caught the cold before you can rid yourself of it. So I'm I'm really curious as to what it looks like then for those people, let's say, I'll use this for, for reference of this show, the January 6th people who were convicted, when asked now, there many of them are just like, they didn't know what they were doing. They got caught up, right, is, yeah. is, is the, the defense that they have, whether or not they believe that or whether or not they're using it as a way to lessen sentences. Mm-hmm. There are some that have testified about needing to deprogram themselves. So I'm just curious as to what that looks like. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the things we're learning is that it's a lot harder to deprogram, say, a, a cult member than it is to prevent somebody, to give people the skills they need to prevent from, from being um, seduced by the cult leader in the first place in the first place. So prevention, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Um, A little bit of effort can go a long way to prevent people from um, being exploited by, say, manipulative messaging. But it's much harder after people have bought into that manipulative message and formed an identity around it. um, And then then they fight like heck uh, to remain the sucker or the dupe of the person who's manipulating them with information. Um, the astrophysicist Carl Sagan once said that, you know, once you give your belief or your credulity to a charlatan, you almost never get it back. Um, um, that, that propagandists and conspiracy theories and cult leaders um, have ways of hacking into your mind, winning your allegiance, preventing you from really thinking for, for yourself. Um, and of course, you, we can't run a democracy if people are, are falling prey to disinformation peddlers left and right. Um, and of course, this is one of the deepest challenges for any democracy, because in an open society, we believe that people should be able to speak their minds, should be able to raise criticisms. But right now, people are we, we've treated that idea 
as so sacred that we're allowing people to weaponize information in ways that harm others, right? So um, in just the same way that it's not okay to, I don't know, hypnotize and um, brainwash somebody, it's not okay to to set up a an Infowars platform and brainwash tens of millions of people. In fact, if the former is problematic, the latter is even is millions of times more so. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So what does it look like then, you know, with the time we have, what does it look like 
as we're heading into an election year, right? Um, I can't stress enough that it's going to be the most consequential of our lifetimes about whether we hold on to democracy or America falls to authoritarianism. Yes. Um, and what does it look like when people know, right? I, I'm, I'm talking to the 70% because I personally believe that the 30% that have become hypnotized um, by Trumpism, MAGAism, that they are not coming back. Right. I, I, that is, that is my, that is my, they are very um, hard to reach. That is my belief. But there are 70%, the majority of people. Mm -hmm. How do they prepare themselves to be mindful of the disinformation and not fall prey to it? Let me offer what I think is maybe the most highest, highest impact thing that we as a nation need to realize. There are people out there who are peddling counter narratives. Um, just to create confusion and to make people feel resignation and to just give up and then not vote. So if you feel like, yeah, the Dems say this, but the Republicans say that, who's to say it's all bullshit and then you just don't even exercise your right to vote? If you do that, the disinformation peddlers have won because they've manipulated you into not exercising your judgment, into not um, using your ability to think for yourself to help protect our freedoms and our democracy. So I would urge your listeners to realize that there will be a crazy lot of, of um, inflammatory information uh, flying around as we approach the 2024 election. Tensions will run high. People will be fearful, angry, resentful. All of these emotions will run high. Realize that you don't have to let that information trigger, trigger you. Keep your calm, keep your cool, be a good citizen, get out and exercise your right to vote for the party, the one party in our nation anymore that is actually trying to do the best for all of us rather than just try to glorify a, a leader who will take advantage of anyone and everyone. Um, so uh, don't despair is the main thing. Stay strong, get out there, help your neighbors vote. Um, if, you, if you can donate to... A political cause so that, um, I mean, Trump is raising lots of money to get reelected. Yep. And if he takes, uh, if he takes the white house again, I, I'm not at all sure our democracy will survive. Um, and we who care about our democracy need to rise up in huge numbers on election day. And it's time to prepare yourself to do that now and not to let all the bullshit that's going to overwhelm us for the next few months, deter you from doing the right thing. I mean, I, I can't I can't agree more. This is the this is the drum that I beat on this show every single day, um, because I do think, you know, and the, the last question that I have for you, because I do think like fear, despair and hopelessness, too, uh, is is can be viral. Yeah, and absolutely. And I and I wonder for you, you know to offer to the audience that by plugging in every single day, seeing violent, horrific wars, yeah. seeing death and just feeling like they cannot hold this grief anymore, they want to shut down, mm -hmm. right? They want to not discuss. 
I don't want to talk about politics. I don't want to talk about these things. And it's the conversation that allows us the ability to expand. So what do you offer to those people that are that are struggling with yeah. hopefulness? Well, I have to remind myself almost every day that the newspaper is a biased sample of, of uh, stories about problems, mostly. <laughs> Right? Yes. And, yes. And, and when people quietly resolve things and solve problems, a lot of times it doesn't make the news. Um, and so our information diets tend to make us more pessimistic and despairing than we probably ought to be. So it's worth just remembering that, stepping back from it and saying, yeah, if all I read is the news, it's natural. I'm going to feel kind of down. But there are lots of things going on behind the scenes that are pushing humanity in the right direction. So, so stay, stay strong, keep hope alive. That was a perfect place to, to, to end, um, on your, on your call to action to keep hope alive. Um, folks, I will say that the book Mental Immunity, Infectious Ideas, Mind Parasites, and the Search for a Better Way to Think is absolutely worth the read for those of you who are trying to stave off disinformation, but also raise your levels of hopefulness. Um, and also do check out Mental Immunity Project, um, because I think that it is absolutely worth the discussion, particularly during this season when we're gathering with other folks. Dr. Andy Norman, thank you so much for making the time for Woke AF. I appreciate you. Thank you, Danielle. Keep up the good work. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Clam comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.